It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Welcome listeners to another episode of The Extra Inch. My name is Wendy and I'm joined by my sidekick and best friend Bardi. Hello Bardi. Hello Wendy. And our tactics guy Nathan A. Clark. Hello Nathan. Hello. And we're getting together very quickly after the Arsenal uh, League Cup victory. 2-0 at the Emirates. Um, We're going to talk all about it. We'll start off by saying though that we're still working with OneFootball which is a football app. It's available on the App Store and Google Play. And as you might imagine, they've currently got an article about the match. It says on their article, There are no words for the goal Delhi Ali scored against Arsenal. We're not sure we've seen a better one-on-one finish this year. Nathan, how good was that goal from Delhi? Oh, mate, it was absolutely gorgeous. He used the, the bounce on the ball... In 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 modern football, a lot of footballers they want to finish safely, and I think that that that's a big focus in training is that they want to bring it onto their strong foot, and they want to finish with the insides, and they want to put curl on it. And Delhi's been instinctive, and he's been playful, and he's used the momentum on the ball, and he's looked away. Um, <clears throat> I play football against children. I volunteer at a youth centre, and we play with a lightweight, bouncy plastic ball indoors in a hall. And that's the finish I like to use. So. <laughs> and uh, the, the confidence it takes to attempt something like that. I mean, at any stage of any game, it takes some confidence. But when you're... 1-0 up against your arch-rivals. I mean, he's been sensational this year. I, I tweeted earlier, actually, that I think he's been our player of the season, despite his uh, missing a few games through injury. But I, I think he's just been so consistently good. Bardi, what, what did you make of Delhi's overall performance? Um, I thought it was good. I was concerned after the bottle hit him that he might lose his head. And maybe um, when I saw Lamella getting warmed up, I thought maybe Pochettino was going to take him off. But he was, he was mature throughout. And... My favourite thing about the goal is um, Czech didn't even commit himself. He was still trying to stand tall, but um, there was nothing he could do about that finish. And I think, unfortunately for us lot watching it on TV, we won't ever really see how good it is because I think you really need to be behind the ball to actually watch it come towards you to, to truly understand it. Nathan, what, what did you make of the game overall? I mean, obviously we've come out 2-0 winners and it, at the end of the match it seems relatively comfortable, but there were a few scares. What did you think of the, the way the game went? Yeah, I mean the the scoreline is brilliant. Obviously, it wasn't like the the most controlled, and, and I, there are a lot of similarities with the league game, which people aren't going to like to hear. But um, it was very much back and forth. We again used a diamond, and Arsenal started to to come out on top of that situation with the way they were using width. But we adjusted, and quickly after we adjusted, um, we made it two nil. And once we'd got that that two goal advantage we were able to just see the game out so they they had some decent chances in there we could have been um a little less lucky and and been in for a scare but you know once <laughs> once we'd established that scoreline that was it it wasn't going away from us i tend to agree that the um 
the, the wide areas which we, we gave up in the first half were problematic. And I sort of feel as though in the 4-2 Arsenal win, uh, Bellerin and Kolasinac were quite pivotal, quite pivotal in their performance. Whereas tonight they had Maitland-Niles on the right and Monreal on the left who, who weren't so effective. Um, but I thought Iwobi was very, very impressive on, on their left and gave Trippier a tough time. Buddy, what did you make of the game overall? Um, I quite liked how much control we had of it, even though on occasions we, we dropped deep and we gave we let Arsenal control the ball. I, I never felt in too much trouble, and I quite, I really liked the Winks-Sissoko partnership. I've been kind of critical of Dyer on the fighting cock recently, as well. I think he's always chasing the play. He's never actually in position. He's either behind it or too far, too far uh, towards our own defence. And I think he's been having to make kind of last-ditch um, tackles and interceptions. Whereas I just think there's a level of control that Winks and Sissoko gives us, as crazy as that sounds. I, I can't agree. I, I feel like, for me... You can't agree? Or no, 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 no. I, I really... I, I, felt, I felt like central midfield was a problem tonight. And, I, I, you know, I'm a massive Winks fan. I'm not going to apologise for that. I think, I think he's a really good player. Um, I think there are flaws in his game and they were exposed tonight. And I thought Ramsey's... Ramsey's obviously an incredibly intelligent footballer. He, he made several runs off Winks, which were completely untracked. And on another day... That would have cost us. Meanwhile, Sissoko, um, as much as he did some good stuff off the ball, on the ball, he was back to last season Sissoko tonight. Nathan, what did you make of those two in midfield? Uh, I don't think Sissoko sort of regressed quite as badly as you were saying. Um, I think he had some night. He <laughs> Learning to sort of track the ball in your late 20s is obviously... <laughs> always going to be a challenge but he's he's doing things like he's moving with his touch well and he's using the attributes he does have like his acceleration and his ability to shield the ball to his advantage so I and I, I think we saw some of that tonight obviously he had that bad miss but he also helped create that opportunity um so yeah I, I he's I, I, I'm not gonna be as harsh as you were on him at all yeah, I think you've been really unfair. I think he made some good tackles. He um, he intercepted. He did uh, create some breakaways. He was a threat going forwards. But, you know, he's still Sissoko. He's still as flawed as he's always been. Like, you never want him to be the person doing the final pass or on the end of a cross. But I still think, um, I still think this... For this is so good. There's still a role there, and I thought he was. I thought he was better tonight than he was in the four-two. And for me, the key this evening was uh, the counter-attacking play that we displayed, particularly in the first half, where we looked really incisive. Uh, the final ball was um, generally good. We didn't always take the chances, but we created them, um, and that was that was incredibly encouraging for me. I, th- I think that's the way to play against Arsenal: to let them come onto you and then catch them on the counter. And I was quite pleased to see us try and. Attempt to do that, um, albeit in a, in a cup match where both teams had rested players. So, so Nathan, overall, uh, general thoughts, overall thoughts on the game. You you pleased with the way it went? I just think it's uh, we're going to obviously talk about the last forty eight hours at some point uh, in depth later on. But but just to touch on it very briefly, I think we really needed that result. Obviously, we had Barcelona, uh, and there's been a general good feeling, but we needed that bounce back and that reassurance that. Um, the, you know, not to be too scared right this second. Nathan, well, can we just talk briefly about the tactics we used? Because you and I had a bit of a uh, back and forth on Twitter <laughs> about what we were doing. and t- it t- So we know we started with a diamond and Arsenal were taking advantage of the um, the flanks. We then changed, in my eyes, we changed to a, a flat three in midfield. So we had Winks, 
uh, in the middle, Sissoko to his right and Eriksen to his left. And they looked fairly, to me, they looked fairly um, flat with Delhi just ahead and then Lucas and Son up front. But then Lucas seemed to drop off and left Son up front by himself. And then in the second half, we changed back to 4-2-3-1 with Sissoko and Wicks in midfield, Eriksen on the right. With, presumably that was to stop the Arsenal attacks on, on the wings. But what did you make of the changes that we made? Yeah, I mean, again, it, it was kind of uh, a bit of a repeat of the, the loss in that we made those adjustments, but this time they worked out. And it was the same adjustments we made, but Arsenal didn't then have a place to go to afterwards. And the scoreline just sort of went in our favour in that way. Um I mean, yeah, it's it's not like Pochino wouldn't have known that, you know, if you play the diamond against Emery, then he's going to double up out wide and work us there. And, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised it took Arsenal so long to start taking advantage of that because, you know, the lessons were there for them from the last game of how to go about doing that. So um, so, so maybe it was a calculated gamble that we could we could just outscore yeah, them. I think, I think it might have been an idea to sort of start with the diamond go hard early, get the early lead and then adjust to what they were doing. And I think that always he knows that whenever you play Emery, there's going to be a lot of a numbers games and a shapes game and an adjust and a back and forth and a, a bit of a chess match in that regard. I mean, we haven't even spoken about Son's goal because Delhi's was, was so great. But Bardi, what, what did you make of Son's, Son's um, goal early on? Yeah, if there's something that Emery's Arsenal's really looked um, dodgy on this uh, this season, it's been their um, their high line and the way they play offsides. And it, it was um, both goals were very similar to each other. A bit of clever drop off play and a beautiful through ball, and then composure. There was a few times where I thought we just lacked a little bit of um, a little bit of calmness in those positions. But those two those two opportunities we took beautifully. And Son scores another goal with his left foot. I mean we. You talk about players having a weaker foot, but Son is equally adept at finishing with both. And being two-footed is such a big advantage. It, it really, it really helps him. Defenders don't know which way he's going to go. He can get shots off with both with minimal backlift. Um, yeah, it's great to see Son back in some form because we really missed him when he was going through that rough patch. And this is just lovely to see. I think we also need to um, talk a little about Ben Davies because he played centre back for. The second match in a row, and I thought he was very, very, very reliable tonight. Nathan, what did you make of Davis' performance against Arsenal and against Burnley? Uh, he had one sort of uh, scary moment. I think it was him after sort of Gazaniga fluffed a uh, cross or, or a back pass, whatever it was. Um, he's not immaculate, but look, he he's done well. He's done really well, you know, given the circumstances. I don't think that we're going to say, oh, okay, Ben Davies is the centre back for us now. Um, but it does mean that we have, you know, when we've got several defenders out injured, that he is an option there. Um, we know he's good defensively. Uh, maybe that will give us a little more confidence in his abilities as a fullback. But look, we we can be we can be pleased with him. We can be happy with him. We can be thankful for the performance that he's put in. I wonder whether he may have been drafted in primarily because Poch does like to have a left-footed centre-back on the left and we know that Toby had a bit of a rough patch when he was moved to that side um, and, I, and I thought with Foyth returning from injury I thought he'd come straight back into the team but Davis retained his place. Bardi what, what do you make of Davis? I know you're not his biggest fan but at centre-back how do you feel about him? Yeah, I, I agree totally with what you said. That I think Pochettino loves that left back, uh, left foot, right foot combination. Um, he was good. I still think I don't think he has a career there in a two because his right foot is awful, 
and sometimes you have to clear with your right foot or play off it and um, yeah it's a, it's very loose but you know you can't complain he two clean sheets in a row we've never conceded a goal with Ben Davies starting at centre back there's there's a stat for you <laughs> I like that it's early days <laughs> it's early days though Barty right um, yeah the draws happened I think it looks like we've got Chelsea okay yes, do. okay yeah. Well, you know, you know what we can do against Chelsea, so it's it's not the end of the world. Um, yep. The thing about Davis as well is it's worth saying these are two very different matches, so completely different challenges. Burnley was more of a a physical challenge about against a lone target man where he just had to compete in the air. Um, today was much more about reading the game and being nimble on his feet, and I thought he he coped admirably with with both challenges. And I was pleasantly surprised to see Davis come through both games unscathed. So that was. That was a good thing, in my opinion. Um, I guess the, the only the only other thing to talk about is is the fullbacks, as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose had a fantastic game against Barcelona, and then, in my opinion, a really bad game against Burnley. What did you think of Rose tonight, Bardi? I thought he was great tonight. I I love Danny Rose, and I've, I think I've been on this podcast many times and banged on about my deep deep love for him. And I think Burnley was one game too far for him. He was totally run out of legs, but like, tonight he was great. He um, defensively sound, great going forward. His final ball is a bit wayward, but the way he gets in those positions, he wins fouls. He's a constant, uh, a constant chance he could win a penalty. I, I love Danny Rose. My my love for him knows no bounds. <laughs> he he was really great tonight, and I was quite surprised to see him start. I guess again, it was forced in a sense because of Davis playing centre back. But um, captain, captain, yeah, and he, and he well. captain too. He he had, did a really good job, and then. Trippier on the other side. What did you make of Trippier's performance, Nathan? Yeah, decent, fine, solid, um, <laughs> steady, I, steady. Yeah, exactly. No fouls. I, I was happy when um, Iwobi came off because he was giving him a bit of a run around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, both the fullbacks were were sort of given a hard time um, towards the end of the first half, but that's less about them themselves than it than it is about the the general situation and and the shape and everything. So I I don't want to sort of go on to either fullback for that. Um <clears throat> yeah, Rose has put in a couple of um pretty extreme differences in his performances and it happens to be that the bigger stages where he's performed better. Uh but I don't know if that's because he's sort of playing for a transfer or that's just the way it's happened to go with the rotation and, and the, the the fact that he's being played a lot at the moment. Mm. Buddy you mentioned um on the Fighting Cock this week the Fazio game where which you felt Poch basically threw against Arsenal. Um, were you surprised with the strength of the eleven selected tonight? Uh, yeah, but we are in a position, I think, where now Sissoko has been uh, moulded into a decent player and Trippier is average. They're the two kind of dodgy players, for one of like uh, for one of a better word, in our team. And you know, we're they're regulars in our team. We don't really have a kind of Fazio or a, a Janssen or an Inkudu kind of knocking around who Pochettino will throw into these games. He's been rotating quite um, quite intelligently and I'm glad that um, we put a good team out there. I'm still still not convinced by Gazaniga. His distribution is good and that was key to um, Delhi's goal. But I still think he's a bit susceptible on crosses. I'm not totally convinced by him there. But, um, you know, he played well. A couple of good saves in a clean sheet, but I'm still not sold on him. He's a good shot, really good shot stopper though, right? And and, and, yep. and in a sense, that's what Vaughan was as well, to some degree. And he, to me, he looks a lot better than Michelle Vaughan pretty much mm-hmm. ever has in the Spurs shirt. Um, 
I, like you say, I'm not completely sold on him on crosses. I actually don't think his distribution is consistently good. I think yeah, he played a couple of loose balls tonight, one which went straight out of play, which wasn't great. Um, yeah, and the one where he kicked it against Aubameyang as well. That was yeah. like, what are you doing? It, it was like, um, yeah, it, it just looked to me like it was a Christmas party decision gone wrong where it, Man had a few too many 6.8% beers and um, <laughs> decided to step onto the dance floor at, at the wrong moment. <laughs> he, the other thing that I liked about Gazaniga's performance was when Ramsey had the early chance, the ball was, um, I think it went, went out for a goal kick and Gazaniga went straight out to Bella at Winks for not tracking his man. And I yeah. thought, that's it. That's, that's my keeper. I like this. I like this. Um, Nathan, what what do you make of the squad rotation situation? Are you what are you thinking for the next game against Everton? What what how do we handle this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. We've got major issues at centre back and in central midfield with so many injured players. Yeah, and we've got a lot of games coming up. It's going to be difficult. I think um, you're going to be pleased to see Skip pick up some minutes out of necessity. So that's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think there might be more young players uh, bolstering the subs bench as well beyond Skip even. Um, I, I guess it depends who's come through tonight unscathed in a sense as well. Okay, lads, let's leave it there. It's been a it's been a quick post post Arsenal uh, pod, and we'll do more of these reaction pods for for these kind of victories. I think probably not for the defeats unless we follow. <laughs> um, but they're good fun, and it means we can turn them around quickly as well if we keep them keep them nice and short. Buddy, good to talk to you as ever. Um, nice to talk to you guys as well. And Nathan, thanks very much for joining us. No worries, mate. And we'll be back soon with a full episode of The Extra Inch. Come on, you Spurs. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. Oh, that was really interesting, mate, yeah.